Momo's in for Ireland today. It's Friday. It's that because it annoys people i like it yeah i i personally it makes me feel good because i know it's almost yeah. the weekend so um two o'clock call of the day now bergman is not a big fan of the two o'clock call of the day although i think it's been pretty good lately momo um i think it's uneven well i mean yeah so is the show yes <laughs> fair it's not that i don't show like is it. also uneven it's not that i don't like it it's yeah. just i mean is, is it adding is it really adding yes anything? it's adding so much I think you do it just because you think I don't like it. I don't care. Take as many phone calls as you want. Yeah. But if they're as long as they're good. Okay, 877-710-ESPN. Let's start with Matt in Redondo Beach. You're the 2 o'clock call of the day. Welcome. Good afternoon. Thank you so much, Mason. Great to talk to you. Uh, Cappy's last comment kind of just like ties right into the question that I wanted to ask both you and Momo. Okay. Is Cappy, isn't Cappy a high-maintenance human? Uh, that's a very good question, and the answer is absolutely. He is a very high-maintenance human being. All you have to do is listen to the average episode of Shadano and Cap, and you will hear just how high-maintenance he is. I don't know if you heard this last story, uh, but Momo, he went into the Lexus Club. Okay. And he grabbed a plate. And have you ever been to Lexus Club? Yeah. There's food everywhere. Yeah. It's like a beautiful buffet situation. That's a thing, yeah. Yeah. So grabs a plate, fills it up. Uh, then he grabs a second plate and fills it up. Now, as it turns out, it's $75 a plate. Oh. Then he didn't have the money to pay for it, so he bummed it off on Mark Cates, our sales, our yeah, MC. That's, that's appropriate, yeah. Yeah. It, that's but what I those mean, guys are for. This is, this is difficult. Like, one time I was over at Crypto with Cappy, and we were in the press room, and he said, I'll get you to the suite. So I saw every inch of crypto. I was in the auxiliary press box. He's leading the way. Auxiliary press box down in the the uh, the basement, everywhere to finally get to the seven ten suite. So he is he's constant. Now some people say I'm high maintenance. Do you think I'm high maintenance? No. No. You leave the show. I don't know, but you're not texting me all night. So like. I don't know. Are you doing that with Greg? Are you, are you calling him, texting him all day long? Do you need your hand held sometimes? Technically not really. Okay, so I, like when you leave, you're done. My, the impression I give is that I'm high maintenance. But I, I think, think I'm the are. easiest guy in the world to work with. I mean, I just show up and talk. I'm I'm very you congenial. Do all the so you, Mason, are not high maintenance. Thank you. You're welcome. It's true. You, but why uh, do you people think been, that I am? Because you were in the past. Mm. So And you still give off that aura, but... Cappy is high maintenance. Cappy really is. Um, Ireland's schedule. He's not high. Well, it's sometimes. But his, Ireland's schedule. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Ireland's schedule is high maintenance, but that's because he's traveling all the yeah, time. Yeah, right, right. Um, Sedano is traveling all the time, so that's high maintenance. Cappy is just, as a human being, difficult. high maintenance. Yeah, high maintenance. Because it's, it's difficult to get across. I don't find him high maintenance. I just think he's kind of all over the place. No, he's, a, he's amazing. I love like, Cappy. Like, is he needy? Like, high maintenance to me is, like, needy. So he'll send emails and he'll want things answered and then it's oh, like, that's oh, I mean, and he doesn't everything. understand things that everybody else understands. Like there's right. nobody who understands our schedule less than Cappy. Right. He puts it into his phone, so it's there. Right. And then still doesn't know when he's supposed to be on. Right. And that's the and that's when then you yeah. show up and it's uh, there's just things. He usually right. does show up. Uh, let's go to Young Al and Rancho Cucamonga. Young Al, you're on seven ten. Good afternoon. Yo, yo, what's up, Steve Mays? What's happening, man? How All's good, out? man. Good, good, bro. Hey, first and foremost, I want to say, screw all them awards, man. Where I'm from, you a legend, bro. You know what I'm saying? You are the most coolest, most humblest, 
most realest person out there. You don't need no Mandy Award. You don't need no nothing to show how great you are and, and how much craft you got in your job. I just want to say that. Man. Thank you, Young Anybody Al. I appreciate that. Now let's get to business, Steve May. Yes. Okay. The, the, the Lions have 48 hours to enjoy the rest of their season because when McVay, Stafford, Donald come, we're going to come roaring inside Detroit, and we're going to leave them home. And after that, bring the cowgirls, bring the 40 whiners, bring whoever. <laughs> it does not matter. The Rams are not only going to make a deep playoff run, they're going to win the Super Bowl, bro. You know what would be great, young Al? Nobody... Yes, talk to me, Steve. Here's what would be great. And I, this is like my dream scenario, right? So yeah. Rams hosting Green Bay for the NFC Championship game. Oh, my God. That I was my, One of my best friends, uh, he's a big uh, Green Bay fan, and I was t- talking about, about that with him yesterday. I was like, check this out, man. Go and, and do what you got to do on, on Sunday yep. or Saturday whenever they play. The Cowboys is known to choke. You know what I mean? Yep. Go and do that. Hey, Tampa, you're at home. Philly is 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 has won one game in the last five games. Right. They're not playing good. They should win that game. And there's and Rams are going to go in there. Hey, you're a big Rams fan like I am. Yes. I've been a Rams fan my whole life. You already know who Jared Goof is. I tried to explain this to all the Lions fans the past two three years. Jared hasn't played with any pressure. So you're gonna, he's going to play good. Hey, there's no expectations. We don't have to win the North. We don't have to play in the playoffs. I can just go and play freely. But you already know, and you've seen it, he cost us a Super Bowl. He, I always tell this to everyone. He could not make one throw to win the Super Bowl against those stupid Patriots. Yeah. We, he cost us a Super Bowl. That team that we had that year, obviously, you know, Todd Gurley. That was the Gurley year, yeah. That was the Gurley year, and – he cost us the Super Bowl, but I always try to explain this to people, and even Eric Dickerson, too. He, he, he said it like this. Jared Goff is the type of player, when the game is on the line, when it's time to make a play, when the pressure and everything is in his hands, he's not that guy. Yep. He is not that guy. And we know that, and we've seen it. And come Sunday, everybody's going to see it. Now, Matthew Stafford is that guy. You've seen it the year we won the Super Bowl. You've seen the plays he made, the throws he made in Tampa against the Winers in the Super Bowl, fourth, fourth and goal with the game in the Super Bowl on the line. This is what the Rams are built for, and I, and, and it, it, I, I don't feel sorry for no one. They should have never left the door open for us. Now that they left it open, we're going to start kicking everybody out the house. That's what I'm talking about, that was Young a two Al. two o'clock call today. There's your two o'clock call today. Hey, hey Young Al, thank you, man. How, we appreciate how old are you? you. Young Al. Excuse me. Oh, I'm I'm 32 years old. But you, you go know, by Young Al. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's uh, I always tell everybody, uh, the age is a number. The heart and the soul is who represents the person. Beautiful. You are. You know. Awesome, man. Hey, you know, thank you, I, Young Al. Thank you. Wow. That was a great now, call. don't tell me the two o'clock call good. of the day isn't great. Young Al, he's the huge call of the day. That was great. Yeah, he was great. He's I feel the right same there. way, by the way. I feel the same way. Had some great lines in there too about the he other really team did. names. Wow. Yes, he did. He, he good worked ones. the team names. I I think that under pressure, and Jared Goff has got all the pressure on. Okay, so here's the yeah. Go ahead. He folds. Oh, and you know what the worst I've part is? I've seen it. Oh, I lived it. Do you know what the worst part is? Mm. Nobody knows what would make Jared Goff fold more 
than Sean McVay. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, he's going to mess with him, isn't he? Yeah. He knows. He knows. It's like psychological warfare. It is psychological warfare. And, you know, Jared Goff has come out and said, I got a chip on my shoulder. It's going to get really heavy Sunday night, Jared. It's a very heavy chip. Is that your your tough bad voice? Can you keep it on your shoulder? Do that. That's like the, it's all about the You got a chip on your shoulder. It's a really heavy chip. I liked it when you said, it's going to get really heavy Sunday night. It's going to get really heavy Sunday night. That was good. Yeah, that was good. yeah. There you go. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel really good about the Rams. I'm I'm so excited for that game. That's exactly the matchup. Uh, actually, let's we'll sneak one more in here. Let's uh, one, one in Ontario. Juan, you're on seven ten. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mace Momo. How are you guys doing today? Great day, man. Look, tough to follow up on Young Al, but amen, amen. I'd love to echo his sentiments. Look, it is my birthday this Sunday. No lie. I'm turning 36 years old this Sunday. And the stars are aligning for the Rams to make a deep run to the Super Bowl. We're going to kill Goff. I mean, we're, we're licking our chops at just getting the pressure on this guy. And, I mean, you should never really overlook a team because any given Sunday can't happen. But, man, I am ready to start the, the, the stars to start aligning for this deep run. We're going to kill the Lions, bring on the whiners after that, and then really doesn't matter in the NFC Championship who, who's going to be there. We're going to make this run. It is, it is a stars aligning. All I want for my birthday is a, is a Rams playoff win and get this playoff season started on the right foot. Young Al, couldn't have said it better. Awesome, Here. man. Well, listen, happy birthday on Sunday. I think you're going to get the, uh, the big gift you're looking for. Thanks, man. All right. Uh, oh, I'd like to be 36 again. 36 again. That was a good age. 36 was fun age. Yeah. I didn't know who the hell I was at 36. That's yeah, true. Same. I was clueless. Same. Yeah. Took me till 40 to figure out. I wish out. I was who I am now, but with my 36-year-old There body. you go. That's you what go. I would yeah. like, too. Yeah. That's what I would like, too. Pre-back surgery and stuff. Kids. Has the back never been the same? Yeah, no, I'm better. Yeah, good. Yeah. All right, uh, let me see. Coming up for you, I'm going to do this, Bergman. I don't care what you say. I'm going to put five thousand mythical dollars on there the table, is. and we're going to pick these effing games games against the spread. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll do that coming up next. In the meantime, Mirror Audio Video has been serving LA sports fans for more than forty years. Why? Well, Isaac and Roy and the team at Mirror Audio Video can deliver for you the best in class products, services, and designs that. Nobody else really offers. Big trend in SoCal, home improvement, home theater design. If you've dreamed of the full theater experience in your house, all you got to do is call Isaac and Roy. These guys can take a flat ceiling. Uh, let me let me actually take a better look at this. These guys can take a flat ceiling, a drop, a full professional grade HD projector from it to deliver for you a better picture for movies, games, in your house. That sentence, I would like to, I don't know if it made sense. You get your Marconi now. I mean, honestly, that was a tough sentence. You said all the words. Because what what he's talking about is you drop a projector screen from the ceiling and then you project, so there. But you did say all the words. 
I did say the words. I don't know that I, they added up to nope. anything. Uh, listen, it is the care for quality <laughs> and detail that is mere audio video every single time, every single client. Any questions on what they can do for you, just do like we do. Call Mere Audio Video, 310-234-4010. That's 310-234-4010, 310-234-4010, or check them out, mereaudiovideo.com. Mason in Ireland, Momo in for John 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Have we had a question yet for Fifth Row Fridays, do you think? I don't think there's been one yet, I don't think I wrote anything down. Yeah, I didn't write anything down. So that means uh, 3.30. Keep listening. Because an hour and 15 minutes from right now, your chance to win fifth row seats to see the Lakers Monday night versus SGA and the red-hot Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, so keep on listening for that. That's courtesy of Bibigo, the official game day snack of the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, by the way, a couple of things. Kalen DeBoer from Washington is the new head coach at Alabama. That was quick. That was quick. And Bergman and I were talking about it today. I don't think there's ever been a coach that's gone Pac-12 SEC. Now, there are coaches that have yeah. started in the Pac-12 and then bounced around a little bit, like Sark Kiffin. and Lane. Yep. Those guys have. But I thought for sure they were going to get Sark or Lane for that job. For that job. I thought Lane was going to get the Alabama job, too. Yeah. Lane seems like the guy that it should have been, almost. Kalen DeBoer is good. Yeah, he's, he's good. Uh, but he does not have. He's got a great track record. It's just not a long track record. No, it's only like five years. Where did he play? Like he. Oh, he, where he played? Yeah, oh, where he, he play? played? He, college football. He coached he at Fresno State. He coached at uh, UW up. for two years. Yeah, two years each. So this is year five. Yeah. So yeah. I, so they they're getting. I mean, that's like the you know wonderkind hire. Yeah, it is. It's like the we're going to hire the wonderkin who's just had success everywhere he's been. Young guy, rocket ship. Let's go. You know, there's an old expression. Don't be the guy to follow the guy. Yeah. So he played at Sioux Falls oh, from boy. 1993 to 1996 yep. as a wide receiver. That's it? That's it. That's it. Wow. A playing career doesn't – I mean, honestly, there are a lot of guys now that coach in college football and I coach know, in the NFL that weren't great NFL players or college football players. I would like to see some kind of experience at a big, big program besides Washington. Like, like they had a great year. He was at Indiana for a year. Okay. Uh, not as head as an assistant. I know, assistant. but Alabama is like something different. Oh, yeah. Sure. I I'll tell you, I would be surprised if Nick Saban wasn't involved in the selection of Kalen DeBoer. 
They did have a couple guys turn him down, yeah. supposedly. Mike Norvell from Florida State. And who else turned him down, Bergman? Um, Jay Norvell. Jay Norvell. Uh, um, uh, Dan Lanning. Dan Lanning from Oregon. Right. Oh, he turned, turned him, him down. down, too, yeah. yeah. Or they probably gave him a race. So that was two Pac-12 coaches that they went after. Yeah, it's surprising. Well, they're going to the Big Ten next year. Sure. So next year would be a Big Ten head coach, but right now it's a right now. It's usually, it's usually SEC hires from the SEC. Like yes. Somebody who's been there and understands that conference and knows the South. Knows, knows the, the South from the South. Recruit from there. Yeah. yeah, he's kind of starting from the ground up. The other thing is, the Patriots um, have officially hired, or I guess will officially hire Gerard I think Mayo. It's done. Is it done? I, it's it's done. Really? I know it'll be introduced next week. Um, here's my question with that. Now, he's he now becomes the youngest head coach in the NFL. Good. One month younger than Sean McVay. Wow. Yeah, so he's... Well, he was, he was a linebacker for them for many years, yes. right? Knows the Patriots system, has been on the coaching staff for a while, very highly regarded. I was trying to think of all the former Patriots coaches who have done so well I once know. they leave New England. Why would you go... And I, I'm rooting for Kalen... Uh, or, I'm sorry, I'm, I, I hope Mayo. it works for Jared Mayo. I just don't know... There's nobody from the Belichick tree that has been successful, so why not go outside the organization and try to reinvent it as opposed to extending this era that they're in? Because sometimes there's that one guy. Like, I think people have talked, I've heard about him, people think he's special. Like, that's that what you've read about Jared Mayo. Right. Like, Robert Kraft has identified him years ago, and people have been grooming him for years. I mean, <laughs> I, look, the Spurs have the same problem. Like, there's no obvious successor to Pop. Yeah. There's no, like, who's going to take over for Pop when he decides to retire? Yeah. He may just keep coaching. Is there not somebody on the bench that would be the natural successor? I mean, Brett Brown? Yeah. You know, it was going to be Will Hardy who ended up getting the Utah job. Uh, Ime Udoka was on that bench, so those guys could come back. But Ime's got a good thing in Houston, and Will's building a long-term thing in Utah. So I don't know if they leave those jobs to come back. Maybe now that they have Wembenyama. Yeah. But maybe it's, how long does how long does Pop coach? He yeah, I mean, deal. he he doesn't seem to be slowing down. He's got, I mean, Wembenyama has been Wembenyama. I'd never say his name. It's Wemby. Okay. Victor. Victor has been even better than I imagined. Yeah, but they're only playing him like 20 minutes a game. I know, but still, yeah. better than yeah, I he's imagined. Awesome. He's, he's awesome. really, I mean, the game against Giannis was like box office. That was a, that yeah, was a great game. Yeah, but their team sucks. Like, yeah, their team sucks. They're going to be in the lottery again. But he's a he's a foundational piece he that's going to make a huge difference. I agree. All right, so let me, let me do this. Uh, we'll hold the picks. I, I want to do this instead. The Chargers have a head coaching job open. Where do you think they should? If you were Dean Spanos, a terrible owner, if you mm-hmm. were a terrible owner like Dean Stan- Spanos, where would you go to find your next head Harbaugh. coach? I mean, I would just do whatever Jim Harbaugh wanted. Anything he wants. Anything he wants. Control and all of it. You be let him be GM too. Yeah. Oh God, I do it He's all. a terrible works. GM. I'd give him whatever he wants. Like he just won the national championship at Michigan. You're trying to get him to coach a team that really has. A small, a very little following here in Los Angeles, except, but they have a great quarterback that he can elevate. They have some good pieces that they can build around. It's not starting from nothing, but you, the last NFL job he had in San Francisco, he did great. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think that is the name to go get. You should do whatever it takes to go get him. Okay. Uh, the favorite in Vegas mm-hmm. to get the Chargers job is Jim Harbaugh. Okay. Very now, nice. you'd be thrilled with oh, that, right, Brian? That. Oh, yeah. All Producer board. Brian. If I'm Harbaugh, I don't know if I take it, though. 
Other than Justin Herbert, I don't know that I like the setup. Well, the, there's a. First of all, you got Justin Herbert. Yeah. But you also have a team that's over the salary cap and is going to have to jettison yeah, a lot of talent like they might this offseason. Get rid of Derwin James. And They're kind of where the Rams were last year, where they got rid of Bobby Wagner, all those guys, uh, let him move on, uh, Jalen Ramsey, because they had to kind of yeah. start from ground zero. Yeah. And I think the Chargers, with the exception of Herbert at quarterback, probably uh, are going to have to release a lot of talent during this offseason yeah. and they're not going to be able to sign a lot of talent because they're over the cap they were supposed to, their window to win was the last two years yeah and they didn't okay bill belichick where do you think his next job is bill belichick hmm. call your shot where is his next job and vegas has a distinct favorite espn retired nice yes you say retired. You say espn brian where do you say uh, the one going around i saw was atlanta atlanta is the one-to-one really? favorite one to one. One to one means it's going to happen, right? Wow. Usually it's like even money. Like that's that's where he's going. You know, that's a great job for him because it's in a division he can totally win. Yeah, it's a terrible division. Terrible. I mean, you know, the Bucks won it this year with Doesn't Baker have a quarterback. Mayfield. Yeah, but they can go get someone. Okay, here's one for you. I like it. Oh, here we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. In Vegas, next Raiders head coach. Who do you think? If the first choice is not Jim Harbaugh, I'm going to be very upset. It is not Jim Harbaugh. The favorite, Antonio Pierce. Okay, I'm I, I'm okay with it. Would you be okay with Antonio yeah, Pierce? I'd be okay. They played for him. But I want, I want him to get a really top-notch offensive coordinator. The second pick, by the way, is Jim Harbaugh. Okay. The third pick is Bill Belichick. Nah. Then Pete Eric Bieniemy and Rich Bisaccia. You know who I want. You know who I want. Can we throw Pete Carroll on the board? Yes. I think throw Pete Carroll on the board for the Chargers. No. Oh yeah. <sighs> Come on. They have no L.A. I know cred at all, and Pete Carroll. I know is L.A. Cred. was part of a glorious era in L.A. sports. Yeah, but I want him on the Raiders. <laughs> you want Pete Carroll on the? He doesn't yeah. feel like a Raider to me. Jim Harbaugh feels like a Raider. Pete Carroll's a Raider. Pete Carroll can be a Raider. Come on. He's such a nice guy. Pete's got an edge. Come on, those Trojan teams. I know he goes to Esalen and stuff. He goes to that institute up there. Yeah, he goes to Esalen Institute. I know, but he's got an edge. Yeah. He's good. So so as a Raider fan, if I give you free free choice, Pete Carroll. Uh, Bergman, you're a Raiders fan. Top choice. Top choice is uh, Jim Harbaugh by far. And then I would I would be okay with Antonio Pierce. I have no interest in Bill Belichick. Yeah. Um. I would like Pete Carroll. I think he would be a good head yeah. coach. Uh, has all everything that you need. Good defensive guy. What's weird is in in Vegas and they've got all these different odds. Pete Carroll is not listed as a choice for anywhere. Anybody. Maybe he's not even on the list. I don't know. Maybe I just don't understand why anybody would want to go to the Chargers. And we talked about it a little bit yesterday, but. I wouldn't want an owner like Dean Spanos as my boss. It's hard to overcome bad ownership. I know I know what the people are going to say with, with with the Raiders ownership and blah blah blah, but I think in I think Mark over, Davis is fine. He's uh, fine. The Raiders he's ownership fine. isn't as bad as Dean Spanos. No, no, I mean Mark a, is okay. Far. He's fine. Yeah. I don't think he's he's like not going out and causing mass amounts of problems whereas he, He's going through a lot of coaches. He has gone through a lot of coaches, but that's because it, it not necessarily his fault. Jim Gruden got kicked out because he did stupid things. John. John. Gave, John do I yeah, it's okay. Yeah, John Gruden. Yeah, sorry about that. Well, but, I don't even think there is a Jim Gruden. It's okay. There might be. It's a brother. 
Yeah, Uncle Jay somewhere. Is his brother. Jay is his yeah. brother. Yeah, yeah you maybe were all around it. <laughs> yeah, it was right there. I don't know. Jay, John, and and Jim. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about Jim Harbaugh, John Gruden. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah but no, but they they that wasn't his fault necessarily. John Gruden was sending crazy emails. Got in trouble right. for it. Got kicked out of football. Fifteen years ago. Yeah. So. What are you saying? No, I mean, it was it, he wasn't as the Raider coach sending crazy emails. He sent crazy emails 15 years he earlier. A history were, of, I, yeah. A history of crazy emails. Yeah, but it's not like he got the Raider job and said, I'm going to start firing off some crazy stuff. No, no. He fired off a bunch of crazy stuff. Then he got the Raiders job. Then the emails yeah, were discovered. Go. Just, yeah. you know, correcting the timeline. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. It matters. All right. So uh, 5000 mythical dollars. Does Momo have money? I think so, but did, yes. what did I bet on? I bet on the field. You bet on the field with John. Yeah. And you have I 25 on it. You bet 25000 $25,000 on, $25, on the field. I don't get to bet very often, so I just do it, you know, I go big numbers. Interesting. So do you really think that bet can win? By the way, if you're not, always if, bet the if you have not been following, John has Baltimore and San Francisco. Yeah. And Momo has the field. Correct. I would be on John's side of this bet. I think it will be either Baltimore or San okay. Francisco. So join him in the bet. No. No, you can't. Once if I win, made, then it's like double or nothing. Yeah. Well, what? here's what we're going to do. If I'm I win, gonna, I get 50000 25 from each of you. I'm going to put 5000 mythical dollars on the table for anybody to win right now. Okay. We'll pick these games against the spread All right. next. I like Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh man, an hour away from fifth row seats. Lakers, OKC. Monday I met the night. guy at the Heat game who got the fifth row seats. Got the fifth row seat. Yeah, yeah. it was Brandon. He was so excited, but then the Lakers lost. But it was really good seats. It's hit and miss right now with the Lakers. I know. Miss last night badly. Terrible. Atrocious game. LeBron was yawning on the bench. Yeah, I mean, if those guys don't go off, if LeBron yeah. doesn't go off and Anthony Davis doesn't, they have no chance. They I don't actually, have the supporting cast to be able to win games no, without them. No, and they and I thought it was a night for D'Lo to shine. I was like, okay, LeBron and AD are out Yep. After, in the third quarter. They're down 30. D'Lo should just shoot a three every single time down. He should go for 50 right now. Second half, your time to shine. Yep. You are the only person on this team that can score right now. It's okay. I think he knows he's on his way out the door. I mean, that care factor isn't the care factor. It's not. It's not a. It's not. Not high, especially right now. Yeah, especially right now. All right, so uh, we got wild card weekend starts tomorrow. This is the most. I, I think this is the best football weekend. Yeah, I agree. Of the season when you get six big games uh, on wild card weekend. So I put together the games. And uh, I've uh, I've got the spread for each game, and I'm gonna we're each gonna give our picks against the spread for each one of these games. Okay. Whoever wins gets five thousand mythical dollars. So I will go last in each case because I've already so good at it. I've already got the correct answers. I wrote down the correct answers. You got there. the script ahead of time. I've got the script. Goodell sent it over. All right, so we're gonna start <laughs> off 
with Cleveland, a two-point favorite at Houston. Cleveland minus two versus C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans. Bergman. It's minus two. Can we make it minus two and a half? Okay, let's make it minus two and a half. So it's Houston minus two and a half? Yep. Oh, no, so the other way. But either way, minus two. Cleveland gonna, minus two and a half. I'm going to take – I am going to take – Houston plus the two and a half at home because I think Houston is the better team overall. Okay. Momo. I will also take Houston plus the two and a half. Okay. Sorry, Lance. Um, and uh, Brian. I'm going to go with Cleveland here. Uh, Brian has the correct answer. Riding the Flacco Express. Yeah, Flacco fever. Here's the thing about uh, Cleveland. Oh, awful song. Pro Football Focus put together a list of like offensive units defensive yeah. units and which was the single best performing unit in the nfl this year yeah. it was the cleveland browns defense I, I, I buy that they had the best defense in the they league. played yeah. in week 16 cleveland won but cj stroud had a concussion that week right okay kansas so like city CJ. in the snow at arrowhead it's Ooh. apparently going to be like ice bowl sort of yeah. environment uh versus miami Ooh. um Start with you, Brian. Kansas City is a two and a half point favorite Ooh. over the Miami Dolphins in Ooh. the snow, in the ice, in Kansas City. Where are you going? Mm. I'm going to go with Kansas City here. In the snow, yeah, rolling with the Chiefs. KC, okay. Uh, Momo. I have zero faith in the Chiefs, and yet I will still pick them because I have less faith in the Dolphins. KC, okay. Bergman. Yep, I'm with Momo here. I have no faith in either one of these teams, and but when Miami plays a good team this year, they fall apart and yeah. they don't play well. I trust Patrick Mahomes. I'm going with the Yeah, Chiefs. they'll find something. Everybody got the right answer. It's Kansas City. All right. I, I don't think I, – I mean, I can't picture Miami performing well – in cold and snow and ice. Well, Tyreek Hill is on the team and played well in cold and snow and ice all the time he was in Kansas City. Okay, but Tua, I know we've not seen. I know, and I watched the last the last drive of that game where like Tua threw an interception to Taylor Rapp, and it was you almost did it the time before. It was like you just I don't buy it. All right, what do you got? Buffalo. This is a tough one to pick. Buffalo's at home. This is going to be another snow mm-hmm. ice mm-hmm. game. Really cold. Buffalo is a nine and a half point favorite over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, nine and a half. Yeah. Big number. Uh, Momo, we start with you. Buffalo minus nine and a half Big over Pittsburgh. Number. Uh I think Buffalo wins the game, but not by nine and a half. Give me the give me the Steelers and the points. Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh Brian. Yeah, same thing here. Give me uh, Pittsburgh to cover that. Pittsburgh to cover with nine and a half. It's exactly that. It is Pittsburgh is going to cover. You guys are just copying me <laughs> all the time. I think at the first one I did. Uh, you guys all missed it. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, the correct answer is nine and a half. Buffalo. Lay the nine and a half. Right. They are going to roll. Wow. They will. Big Pittsburgh's number. defense. Although TJ Watt's not playing, so that's going to make a uh, big that's difference. A good point. Buffalo, but their the defense always hold, keeps it close. Have yeah. just rolled up points. But it, Pittsburgh always keeps it close. They're always right there at the end. Where they, if they get a touchdown, they'll win the game. They're always right Boy, there. I'm feeling like I've already locked up this five thousand mythical dollars. You did not. Uh, all right, uh, Dallas and Green Bay. This game is in Dallas. The Cowboys are. We're, you want to add a hook to everything? Yeah. Okay, the Cowboys are minus seven and a half. Boy, that makes a huge swing. Dallas minus seven and a half over Green Bay. Momo. Give me the Cowboys. Going Cowboys. It's that that seven and a half does that extra half. 
Uh, Brian. I'd actually should go the other way. I it? know. Yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to win, but give me Green Bay to cover. Green Bay. I know. Okay. It's like six. I'm six and a half. I'm good. But I like the way Jordan Love's played the last few weeks. I think he was a player of the week a couple times. Um, but Dallas at home is a different team. They are going to roll. Okay. The correct answer is Green Bay. Take those points. Okay. Seven and a half points. Wrong. That's a lot of points. Seven and a half points is a lot of points. And by the way, Jordan Love has been fantastic the last month. So you're going road dog. Road dog. Now, okay. I don't think it's impossible that Green Bay wins the game outright. Okay. All right. You really have no faith in the Cowboys whatsoever. I just have seen the Cowboys in the playoffs. I've seen Dak in the playoffs. I know what this looks like. This first round, though, that's not going to happen. At home, no way. No way. All I'm saying is cover. No, I know. Just They're going to roll. Okay. Uh, that's Okay, now we'll save the Rams for last. Tampa Bay, this is the Monday night game. Tampa Bay is at home. Baker Mayfield yep. versus Philadelphia. They've lost five out of six. Philly is a three-and-a-half point favorite. It's really three, but we stick a half on everything here. So if you're scoring at home, uh, you probably are getting three. Um, going the wrong way, but it's okay. Let's go uh, Brian. Should go two-and-a-half. Philly right? minus three-and-a-half at Tampa. Give me Baker and the Bucks here. Tampa. Okay. Uh, Momo. I'll go with the Eagles. Momo's going Eagles. Baker, I think Baker's hurt. Like, he didn't well, love Jalen, too, hasn't thrown a ball. Yeah, Jalen. Jalen can just pop that finger back in. Oh, okay. Uh, Bergman. Jalen Hurts has been so bad, and this entire Eagles He's defense hurt. has He's been hurt. so bad. Well, yep. yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm going to have the upset and have Tampa Bay there. Um, Bergman? Yep. You got one right. I got mo- all of them right. What are you talking about? Tamp- no, there are right answers and wrong what answers. What if I write about everything? Right. What if yeah. I get all of them right? Uh, you'll you'll get five thousand mythical dollars okay. and bragging rights. So uh, Tampa plus the three and a half, I think, is the right play. Yes. The Eagles, something's broke. Something's Their defense broke. Is broke. Yeah. Versus um, they switch coordinators. Last good. one. The uh, Detroit Lions are hosting <laughs> the Rams. <laughs> Lions are three. Again, it's minus three, but we stick a half on everything, put a hook on everything. So it's Detroit minus three and a half over the Rams. Momo, there's clearly a right answer here. Are you going to give it? I will go with the Rams. Excellent. Brian. Yeah, give me the Rams, baby. Yeah. It's not that big of a number. Now, I think I know where Bergman's going to go. Go ahead, Bergman. What, where do you think I'm going <laughs> to go? I think you're picking Detroit. <laughs> Why? Because you are such a massive homer that you can't, a, you can't look at it objectively. You're anti-Ram. Yeah, I'm not anti-Ram. You're anti-Ram. I'm not anti-Ram. I, I think you look, not looking it. at it objectively. I, I talk with that whole, like, nobody knows how to break Jared Goff more than Sean Nobody McVay. knows the book on Jared that, Goff that, like that, Sean I talked McVay. myself into it. Yeah. And for that reason, yes... I am taking the Lions. They are the right choice, and unfortunately, they are going to win. I want them to go to the Super Bowl. It's good for the station if they go to the Super Bowl. What? It is. Why? Because we're we're the the Rams station. We're the Rams station. I thought you said you're taking the Lions. I am. I said it's good for the station, but I don't think they're going to win. Okay. I understand that sentence now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think the, the Lions are just, they have a two-headed monster in the backfield. Jared Goff has been playing a, well enough. Yeah. Uh, the Sam Laporta hurts, but they have other good receivers. He's going to, they are going to Tell win. Tell you what, game. when the chips the, are down. And the defense is much better. When their chips are down and there's a whole bunch of pressure and the eyes of the world are on and the lights are on, the guy I don't want is Jared Goff. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you said a couple of years ago. 
That was then. This is now. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Earl. I loved golf in the early days. Yeah, like in did. the twenty, like twenty eighteen, he was yeah. fantastic. You believe the Super Bowl. in Jared Goff, and then he fell apart, and they moved on. Yeah, it's a fact. I mean, easily the best matchup of the weekend because it's got the most interesting storylines. That's why it's Sunday line. night, and they're Five gonna o'clock. rip their hearts out. Three o'clock local pregame starting with Travis and Kirk Morrison. Awesome. Awesome. I'm so excited for this weekend. I actually got a big weekend plan. What you going to do? I'll tell you. I'll tell you uh, at three. Brussels uh, in the sprouts? Meantime, Brussels sprouts are in my future, yeah. <laughs> We're going to do some uh, What's Up Fool coming up next for you. In the meantime, let me uh, let me talk for a minute about the L.A. County Department of Mental Health. So, it is kind of, it's cold. A lot of people are... Um, feel disconnected from the world right now. Um, And especially right now, you come off the holidays and you feel suddenly overwhelmed. Everybody wants to start something new. Everybody, the boss has thrown new work at you, all that stuff. Um, And you're feeling down about it. You're feeling down. You're feeling overwhelmed. You're feeling anxious. uh, First of the year stuff. Um, You know what? There is is a place to turn. I always tell people the first thing you need to do if you're experiencing any kind of mental health issue is tell the people around you. Tell your your wife or your husband, uh, your uh, your mom, your kid, whoever it is, share that with a friend uh, so they know how to support you in the best way possible. And the other thing you can do is you can get free emotional support and service referrals and crisis counseling at a 24-7 hotline from the L.A. County Department of Mental Health. It's 800-854-7771. It's okay to not feel okay, but if you do, call 1-800-854-7771. Their website is dmh.lacounty.gov. The L.A. County Department of Mental Health is here to help always. Hope and recovery and well-being. Mason and Ireland, Momo's in for John, 710 ESPN. Thanks, Morales. So, Codify is a is a uh, Twitter uh, account that I really like following. They put a lot of really good stuff out there. Okay. And one of the things they tell they said is, "Tell me your most controversial baseball opinion." Hmm. You both love baseball. What is your most controversial ah. baseball opinion? That's really interesting. Most controversial baseball opinion. I probably should have given you a heads up on this one. Yeah, that's one because I this would it's a little bit tough. To think on. Um, Momo most. Well, you know I don't like any of the new rules. Right, Momo hates all the new I, rules. I I think we should. I don't like the shift. I don't like the pitch clock. Well, the I shift has changed. Well, there is no shift anymore. I know. That's yeah. what I mean. I like. You I liked like when sh- they did shift. Yeah, I don't okay, think you that's should outlaw a con- that. That's a controversial opinion. Yeah, I know. Like me, I'm like, I always thought the the batters should just hit the ball where they aim. You're the one person that liked the shift. I don't like the shift. I just think batters should adjust. Controversial opinion. Okay, here's one. There's a popular theory that because Pete Rose bet on the Reds, Mm -hmm. that that was kind of harmless. He's betting on his own team to win. Um, The reality is Mario Soto was his ace starter the year he did all of his betting. He pitched them every three days. 
and worked him like crazy and basically ended Mario Soto's career yeah. because he worked him so hard in that year he was gambling. So the fact that Pete Rose was gambling on the Reds was just as destructive huh. as if he would have been gambling against the Reds. Oh, that's interesting. Mine is that PED should not be outlawed. Oh, that is controversial. Yeah. Do you I, really believe it, or I, are you just no? I'm not just throwing something throwing into something, the wind. Yeah. No, I, if that's what you want to do to your body, then that's what you want. It's your body, your choice. You can do whatever you want. I don't think it's it's really not. It's making the game more fun, and it's taking it away. And now it's just strike out and throw out and home run. I like it how it was. Okay. Before you. Brian, I, w- I just want to say this about PEDs. The thing I, d- I, I don't necessarily disagree completely. The reality, though, is that if you're if if PEDs are allowed and there is some health side effects stuff down the road, we don't actually People smoke cigarettes no. still. I mean, right. there's health side effects, but it sets up a dynamic where you almost have to juice to be able yeah, to be right. in the major leagues. Like that's you, what happens. Ultimately you I mean, have no choice. Ultimately you have no choice. If you wanna if you want to be a first baseman in major league baseball, you better juice because you better hit thirty home runs or it's over. I mean that's kind of how it is anyway. It's not you don't have to juice, but you have to hit thirty home runs. And I would assume, I don't know this for sure, it's just speculation, mm-hmm. but I would assume people are still doing that. Still using Doing, using PEDs, trying to get ahead of the. Ahead I'm sure the there are guys that yeah. are still finding ways. Sure. I'm not going to accuse anybody, but I think I, there's uh, for sure somebody. There yeah. are people that are still. Yeah, I'm sure there's people sneaking around and figuring out a way to do it, and the testers are always a step behind the uh, cheaters. Yep. And I'm sure there's something going on right now. Brian, what do you got? What's up, fool? Oh I no, got... yeah, well you're a baseball oh, controversial yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one I have is that all these arm injuries mm-hmm. are a uh, product of the pitch limits. I feel like if people actually strengthen their arms and threw more, then we would have less arm injuries. I feel like it's a it's a double-edged sword. So you sword, feel like honestly. innings limits are resulting in, in more arm injuries. arm injuries. It's like what the NBA found with the rest policy. Like this idea, they've they released something yesterday that said we actually did all the studies and like there are people sitting out to load manage actually doesn't doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, there are just as many injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting theory. Yeah, I've had that one for a while. And you think about it, like back in the day, there wasn't so many, you know, the pitch count wasn't really a thing. The pitch limits yeah. a little bit, and the arm injuries weren't as common. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, say, oh, it's because now they're throwing more innings in high school and things like that. That's part of it. I mean, I was at a, when I was uh, rehabbing my uh, surgery for my neck, I was amazed when I went to the rehab facility how many high school kids were there yeah. who were rehabbing uh, torn ACLs and UCLs and labrums and all that stuff. Yeah. So they are definitely working harder younger. But you think the innings limit. On Bergman, what do you think pitchers. of that? I think it's interesting. I mean, it's contra- I, I think that's fairly controversial. It is fairly controversial because like, the less innings you pitch, the better your arm should be no yeah that's what i think it would be theoretically right because it's not the strength isn't built up the more the more you throw though the more strain you're putting on your arm so i think thanks dr clapper no that's one (laughs) how are you how are you how are you well so you got all these ligaments you got to think of them like rubber bands and And when the rubber band snaps and it's not always the good thing and the spine is like think of a pringle (laughs) <laughs> a Pringle with a gummy bear. Yeah. There's a Pringle with a gummy bear, and then a Pringle, and then a gummy bear. 
sometimes that gummy bear gets loose. It gets squeezed down. It gets squeezed, squeezed down. down. And when it flattens, that's a herniated disc. <laughs> all right. Wow, that's all time. That yeah. was really well done. <laughs> I love Clapper, though. I love oh, I love, I love Dr. That guy, That guy's a mensch. He's a good guy. All right, guys, it was announced that Dodger Fest 2024 will be held Saturday, February 3rd at Dodger Stadium. Cool. I've actually never been to one of these. I've always wanted to. Is I Shohei used... going to be there? Oh, he better be, right? Yes. He better be talking, too, I, I, would, I would imagine. It's like his offseason, you know. But my question to you, I used to go down to spring training all the time when I was in San Diego with my yeah. family. Mm-hmm. We'd always go. That was some of the best time I ever had, like, around baseball. So have you guys ever done spring training or these, like, stadium fan fests? Momo. I go every year. Yeah, Momo's, like, queen of spring training. Yeah, go every year. Um, I Like, I... I started going maybe 10 years ago. My friend Mandy and I just got in a car and drove out to Arizona. And we just went by ourselves. And then then we started getting a whole group of the girls. Like We played softball together um, out in Newberry Park. We all start going out there every year. It's it's like the greatest thing to go. Spring training is such a fun three or four days, especially if you get a group of people. You get there early, watch the day. Everything's a day game. You drink a 40, have some hot dogs. Good time. You know, then cool out by the pool in the afternoon, take a nap. Go for a hike. If you want to get up early in the morning, go for a hike out there. and It's really nice. I used to go to spring training when I was on the station that had the Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, what's that? I think that was 11.50 I was at okay. at that point. Um, and Dodger Town. Oh, in Florida. In Vero Beach was just a magical place. We got to go every year. I, when I think of the... It's apparently it's all developed now. It's like Ooh. a shopping center or whatever it was. But that was like... As Tommy would say, that was blue heaven in yeah. Florida. That was a beautiful, beautiful Was there anything place. to do around there? Uh, there was a f- TGI Fridays. That's it. So it was really just nice. about the baseball. That's what you do. There was a TGI Fridays. Ooh. Yeah. Baseball. A little sparse. Yeah, baseball and TGI Fridays. I mean, if you go to Phoenix, there's like Scottsdale and there's downtown oh, sure. Phoenix. Lots of places to go out. Yep. Vero Beach. Hey, you can Not hop so between all the different stadiums. So you too. get baseball during the day and nightlife at night. Nice. Hiking in the morning. Yeah, spring training is is it's great. Really, really great. I haven't been in a few years, but uh, this year I think tra- Travis Rogers said to me, "Let's go. I, we should do. Can we not do shows from spring training this year?" Uh, I think we're still working on that. I would love to go. Never been to. Yeah, spring you would, training. you would oh, go. You would love it. Yeah, I would go. Travis would go. Yeah, me, you, Travis, go and do shows from spring. Here's training. the one thing you awesome. got to know about spring training. This year, I think the Dodgers go overseas someplace. So the, uh, South of, Korea, I think. Right. So a lot of their games, you got to go early this year. Um, the you know usually we don't go to like the middle or end of March. This year we're going to go real early in March, and. If you go early in March, sometimes the regulars only play like a couple innings. It's not the perfect year to go. Right, it's right. Not perfect. Yeah, last time I was there was actually uh, 2020, and it was that day Rudy Gobert oh, and the wow. Cardinals. March the 16th, yes. 2020. And we had tickets to the next couple wow. games all canceled. Yeah. I was out there. God, I remember where I was when that yeah. Rudy Gobert thing happened. It was on the air. Oh, wow. Me and Slee. Um, and I, st- my show was over, but I'm like, I'm, I'm staying for this because Rudy Gobert had been pulled from the from the court, and there was all sorts of rumors. And then Tom Hanks tested positive that oh, yeah. night, and they released that. It was like a surreal night. It felt like the end of the world. What if I told you? Yeah, what if I told you is right. I actually did a thirty for thirty podcast on that. What if I told you March eighth, two thousand twenty? There's actually, a, I really did do a podcast on that. About what? About that day. All the really? things that happened that day. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Oh, yeah, send me that. Yeah. It's kind of fun. It was like a time capsule. We did it during the pandemic when we didn't have anything else to do. 
Um, yeah. All right. Uh, tell you what. Coming up next for you, there is. Uh, uh, do I bring this one up? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> The university chancellor who has an OnlyFans account. Want to do that one? Sure. Let's do it next. Mason in Ireland. Momo's in for John 710 ESPN.